Welcome to Music Matters Podcast with Daryl Craig Harris, talking about all things music with celebrities, artists, music business insiders, and more. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We have people from all over the world. We have Charlotte Kerbs from Finland. We have Daryl Craig Harris, my partner and cohort with Music Matters podcast, and normally the guy that's there in front, and I'm the one behind the scenes pushing all the buttons and things. But today we're doing a takeover, and now you've got moi, that's Nigel, and I'm in southwest France. Welcome, guys. What a lovely privilege to see you both. How are you all doing? Doing great. Cheers from Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. And so nice to be here with you. <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? Isn't it? And, and it's amazing with the technology of the internet that we can be in all these different time zones. So one questions whether time is a constant because we're in three different places at the same time. <laughs> but we're here today because I'm very excited and I, I wanted to have the chance to talk to you both about your upcoming new single and your upcoming new album uh, under the title of Charlotte Curbs and the Strays, the Muscle Shoals All-Stars. Wow. I mean, Muscle Shoals in Alabama. Whoa, that's fantastic. The Fame Recording Studios. I think it's really important that we get a little bit of background on both of you. And I'm going to just say a little bit, and then I'm going to lead that into each one of you to sort of hopefully complete it for me. And we'll go with ladies first. I mean, what a lovely lady. Charlotte Kerbs is a well-known singer-songwriter based in Finland, and she's released uh, several albums with many known groups um, as a solo artist in Finland and Sweden, actually. And she works with many, many different musical genres, strongly rooted in soul, jazz, and Nordic folk music. She works as a session singer all across Europe and the USA and also composes theatre music. Wow. <laughs> so I hopefully that's a good lead-in for you. Tell us a little bit more about, I mean, where do you actually live? <laughs> yeah, thank you for that introduction. I think you covered <laughs> uh, me quite well. And uh, yeah, at the moment, I'm based in uh, Finland, in the middle of Finland, in a small village called Leplax on the Finnish west coast. (laughs) Yeah, I quite recently moved back here to my grandparents' old house, actually. So really, um, the past few years has really been coming back to the roots and uh, finding myself in the world and also in the music, uh, in my creative process. <laughs> but that's an ongoing journey, <laughs> of course, that I am on <laughs> right now and I'm happy to be on. But uh, yeah, I'm based in here in Finland and um, working um, as a composer, freelance musician with uh, many different projects, uh, including theater, music, uh, composing, but now focusing, of course, on Charlotta and the Strays and our upcoming record release. (laughs) You're a lovely soul and very modest, and everybody says that about you. You We really very much appreciate 
your creative talent and love as a person and all that you give. Now, let's move on to my big buddy, my mate. We've known <laughs> each other for a, quite some time now. and We've been involved in different bits and pieces and different projects. But the thing about Daryl Gray Harris is he's difficult to keep up with. He's doing this, he's doing that, he's doing everything else. I'm just going to say a few things. My list is just going to be a small part of really what he is. I'm very privileged and proud to tell you a little bit about him. He's a globally known pro bassist. He's a composer. He's actually a sports illustrated photographer. Wow. And of course, he's a producer. He's based in Las Vegas and uh, several years with the well-known company Cirque du Soleil as the basis for their popular Mystia show in Las Vegas and, of course, around the world. He's a percussionist, and he was doing lots of things for Cirque du Soleil in Tokyo Disneyland, I believe, uh, with a show called Zed. Wow, it's like Zedai. <laughs> He's also recorded with... Billy Preston, Gary Puckett, Frankie Avalon, Phyllis Hyman, Albert Lee. Uh, he's also performed with the Queen's Symphonic Rock Spectacular in London, Bruce in the USA, uh, Legends in Concert, and several well-known other artists. And he's got one of those little sort of black books, you know. I'm going to owe you some money, Nigel, I think. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, page 35B. Welcome to the show, and it is a privilege to, at least for this time, to sit in your chair, and it's a big seat to fill. My good friend, Daryl, how are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you so much for all that. It's a, it's a mouthful. It's funny, I was thinking about that today. Like People ask me, well, what do you do for a living? I'm like, well, <laughs> it's kind of a long story. <laughs> I, kinda, I, kinda, I don't know if I have attention deficit. <laughs> you know, or, I don't know. I'm a bit schizophrenic with my work uh, adventures. Um, but I try, I try to have fun. And, and fortunately, through my different adventures, it brings me to meeting people like you both, who are both amazing people and amazingly creative. And that's been one of the kind of my great joys. I always say, like, I, I'm really an experience collector, not a money collector, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. I guess that's served me pretty well over my life. So it's yeah, it's been fun. And the Muscle Shoals adventure, um, our new album, Muscle Shoals Sessions with Charlotta Curbs and the Strays is, has been a whole really very refreshing thing. Um, Charlotta really wrote most of the material I contributed here and there, but it's sort of a labor of love for both of us. So we're proud to kind of launch that out to the world as, as soon as it comes out in March. And that's fantastic. That's, is that mid-March, I understand? Yeah, that's what it's slated for. And we have a single coming out, um, Come What May, which is one of the songs off the album. Um, it's, I believe that's going to be February 24th. That's going to be released through uh, Rama Sound Records, which is based in Scandinavia. I've actually had the privilege of listening to sort of the final cut and edit. Absolutely wonderful. Oh my goodness me. <laughs> in fame recording studios in, in Muscle Shoals. Charlotte, what was that like for you? It's like different worlds. Tell me, I mean, where did you, I guess you flew over to what, Nashville, Houston? Where, where, tell us a little bit about what happened. So you got on the plane. And where did you land and how did you meet up with Daryl and what did you do 
Uh, and what was it like walking into Fame Recording Studios? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's really an amazing story. Um, I think it was one of the times when Daryl was visiting me in Finland. We sat at my kitchen table and mm-hmm. talking about coming plans and... Uh, we were talking about fame and the documentary that was made, oh. <clears throat> uh, the Muscle Shoals documentary, which I saw twice already. And uh, <laughs> and uh, D- Daryl told me that he's been there for a couple of sessions. And uh, yeah, and then a few months later, <laughs> I found myself sitting on a plane heading to Ooh. Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... Um, yeah, so um, Daryl and I met up in Nashville, uh, and we spent um, three days there just to oh. land and um, get uh, focused uh, on the on the studio session. Uh, and, uh, and did it, but by the way, did you go to the Grand Old Opry by, by any chance? <laughs> yeah, tell that story. Of course. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, we were doing great job as a, as tourists, <laughs> but yeah, um, obviously Grand Old Opry <laughs> and, uh, yes, really, really great experience. And, um, um, walking into the fame recording studio, uh, was like, I, I was crying <laughs> when we turned into the parking lot and uh walking in there was such a, a strong experience for me like a spiritual experience also mm-hmm. because um mm-hmm. uh that was uh, also like coming back to my roots uh in a way uh because all so many of my musical heroes that has have inspired me to uh, come to where I am today musically, uh, mm-hmm. have started uh, out there in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, in that uh, very studio. Uh, so, um, yeah, a really, so it really... Was like, so, <laughs> so it was like visiting a musical temple, and there's not many of them, and, and where music is great, great music has really been made. And so many, you're right, so many famous people have chosen this particular recording studio to record music. And they could have gone anywhere in the world, but the vibe, as I understand it from, in fact, I've been privileged to have some private conversations with Daryl to some degree about his experiences. And it's this and then like you, both of you, watching the documentary and and realising that the vibe itself, which is this supposed intangible, it's such an easy four-letter word, isn't it, to say, yet it encompasses so much in feelings that is something that sparks the creative wellspring within a musician to perhaps bring and draw out the best in them, and um, one of the, the things I, I've always loved about Daryl, because he has these lovely little sort of cliches, 
And he says that Muscle Shoals or Fame Studios, recording studios in Alabama, allows you to add the salt and pepper to your music, which is what's really, really important. And that's what gives it that sort of X factor and it stands out. And Daryl, for you, it was how many times was it? Was it your third time or what? Tell us about that. Well, actually, um, I have another friend in Finland, um, my friend Guge, who is a film director, music video director, songwriter. And it was a kind of a similar conversation, actually. I was at his house in Helsinki, and we were talking about places to record because he wanted to go do an album. And um, we were just kind of brainstorming, and, and we had both seen the film Muscle Shoals, and we both loved that film. And I was like, you know, we should see if we can go to Muscle Shoals because I didn't know if it was still open or what the situation was. So we kind of came up with that idea. We contacted them. We set up a deal. And, and with same thing, we flew into Nashville and recorded with him for over three days. And I really hit it off with Rodney Hall, who's who owns it now. Rick Hall is, is the gentleman that was featured in the film. Rick was Rodney's father. Mm. Um, he was st- still alive when we were there with Google, but He had just had some some. Uh, medical procedures and then um so yeah so we did that album it was great really great experience amazing musicians because we use session guys which is are the same guys that we used on our album um our our muscle our charlotte curbs album and um yeah and um so we got to know those guys will mcfarland peter levin keyboards we actually had rodney on keyboards with us with google um on another another guy down there and um Mm -hmm. and justin the drummer um, so yeah, so that's how that happened. It was kind of the same thing. We were talking about Muscle Shoals <laughs> with, with Charlotta. And I said, well, you know, actually, I know those guys. I know Rodney, the owner. I'm like, let me contact them. Let's see what we can work out. And uh, we had yeah. some help. Uh, we had a, there's a Finnish arts fund to help us out with the, with the recording um, uh, financing. And that was awesome. Um, very supportive in Finland for the arts, which is a huge win for everybody um, mm-hmm. there for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Yay. so that's kind of how that. Yay. Yeah, that's exactly. So yeah. um, we were able to use the studio musicians that are amazing that are on this album. The guitar player yeah. had played with Bonnie Raitt for several years. Delbert oh. McClinton, keyboard player Peter Levin, um, was with Greg Allman. He, he's currently with the Blind Boys of Alabama. Um, Justin, mm-hmm. the drummer, has played with everybody as well down there. So it's just a really, it's like a family. And we had our, our, our ladies, um, Marie, and yeah. uh, who were the ladies? Um, Charlotte, uh, our uh, background singers. Yeah, Marie and Cindy. <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing ladies. Amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sweethearts and, and just, I mean, just really epic. So, yeah, that was like, it was, it's a spiritual thing down there. And they talk about that in the film, The Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger talks mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. That you go down there and you feel, you feel um, not only the, the, um, the presence of, of that spirit in the room, but you also feel the energy of the city and the river and it's very spiritual. Right. So that, what I term as that vibe, it's a, it's, I think you say it really well and that's, it's, it, you both sort of experience a sort of spiritual thing. Absolutely. um, For, for musicians, regardless of their fame, and some of them have been famous for a long time, they still walk into that place and, it's the hallowed halls, you know, and uh, they they recognise it as all musicians really do for that wonderful, wonderful vibe. Now, I've also had the opportunity to see a little bit of clips of videos of you um, at Muscle Shoals, and uh, 
it looked really, really exciting um, to me. Uh, I'm watching this going, oh, fantastic. And I want to get into some of the processes <clears throat> of that experience. But, of course, we need to really fill in some details about the music that was being created. And we've got the new album, um, uh, sorry, the new album and the new single, uh, and I understand that the single is also on the new album. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Come what may. And the album is titled uh, Muscle Shoals Sessions. It seemed to be the obvious name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so let me get this right. So the album's called Charlotta Curbs and the Strays. Uh, and that's the, uh, the Muscle Shoals All-Stars. Is that correct? Well, it's actually, yeah. So it's, it's the band is Charlotta Curbs and the Strays. And then the album is actually going to be titled Muscle Shoals Sessions. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. And then the band um, that we used, I kind of call them the All-Stars because to me, they really are. And they've yeah. those are kind of unsung heroes, you know, as session musicians, and musicians have sort of always been that way. But those yeah. guys in particular, really, really like we didn't have to do much with them. We literally yeah. put the music in front of them. We played the song once, maybe twice. That was it. And you don't get that. That's a very rare thing. So, yeah, that just speaks, Charlotte, doesn't it, to the professionalism that you surround, you know, the professionalism of music and musicians that you're surrounded by in that place. The single, Come What May, Charlotte, what's it about? What was the inspiration for the song and its lyrics? Just give us a little bit of a taste of what it's about. Mm, well, uh, it's a song about gratitude, uh, mm. basically a love song. <laughs> and okay. uh, I think uh, like uh, every person that we meet in our lives is like a teacher to us and a mm. master. And um, this song is inspired by a particular person that came into my life and just uh, made me realize so much, many things about myself and about life. And uh, I wanted to write this uh, song of, uh, of gratitude and, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, about gratitude being a, a foundation that we may have our challenges in life uh, come what may, I will still mm. forever be grateful and have my love for mm. this person that uh, brought so much life uh, light into my life. <laughs> so, oh well, thank you for sharing that. That's really, really beautifully said. And I'm going to use what I feel, and that is, I'm in awe. I also see this beautiful connection and synergy between the two of you. And there's one video on YouTube. The two of you are just sitting outside in the garden somewhere. <laughs> is, is that at your, uh, Charlotte, that's at your place, right? Yes, <laughs> that's in my my garden. One of our many, many tea sessions, the um, part of our working process, <laughs> actually. Yeah. And sessions. I should say that video you're talking about, Nigel, that was literally a jam wow. session. We were playing that and instantly, I think we both felt like, oh, wow. There's <laughs> something here because right. I was like, it was just, it was really spontaneous and we're just having fun. That was, yeah. you know, we borrowed, we borrowed a base for me and actually that's a beautiful location too, I should say. But uh, yeah, that was just kind of a magical wow. moment actually. 
That's why I kind of put that on our Instagram page. And I said, this is actually where this all started. And that is where that all started. Yeah. Okay. Well, it speaks of absolute volumes. It's so beautifully authentic, really comes across. And I don't know how many times I've watched it. And I'm I'm like, you know, I'm I'm going (laughs) along and I'm, I can't sing, but I'm 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 mouthing, you know, and, and sort of so I'm it, it actually makes my body move with the music. And that's something that is a benchmark for me about good music that makes me feel good. And it struck me and I, I at that time honestly I got excited. I went, I hope this continues on. And 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 it has. Now let's talk about the upcoming album in mid-March. And I want to just go into some of the tracks, not not in any order. I have to say, when I, my wife's peer and I, um, I, I said to her, come and listen to this. And she said, okay. And she knows me because, and Daryl knows my background. I've listened to a lot of music over my life. And so... I should say that you're actually, you were the editor-in-chief and co-founder, I should say, of Jazz in Europe magazine just so people know a bit, a bit about your background. And then you have a huge background beyond that, establishing radio stations. And so I'm not, I'm just saying that so people know, not because of us. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I'm just sort of, yeah. uh, but today the spotlight, I want it to be on you too. I appreciate uh, but that. Thank, but thank you. And I heard every step I take and I'm like, mm. O-M-G. I said, Pia, 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 come and listen to this. And I've got some good speakers, you know, good monitor speakers in my home studio. And you can see some of my equipment behind me. And, uh, okay, I will do a little plug. Okay, personal plug. One of the things I love doing is storytelling. And I do that through voiceovers and that sort of thing. So it's uh, something I've got more and more interested in over the years. I've done it for 20, 25 years. And thank you for mentioning that. But let's go back to every step I take. Charlotta, wow. Thank you so much for that beautiful song. Tell us some of the background, the inspiration. What is it? What does it mean? Well, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, actually, every step I take is uh, our first songwriting collaboration with Daryl. Oh, the first? Uh, yes. You mean uh, you had a cup of tea in the garden and then you went and produced this <laughs> premiere song as your first one. Is that correct? <laughs> well, that tells something about the magic in our duo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, please continue. Yes. Mm. Uh, so uh, Daryl sent me a simple demo, your electric guitar playing. <laughs> you had some rough idea for the song. And then that inspired me to write this uh story about um well sort of finding one's way home and that can mean different things like a home to a physical place or home to oneself well actually we released it uh once already uh we recorded it remotely uh daryl you used your session musician friends there in Vegas and I recorded the vocals and guitars here in Finland but now we also had the wonderful opportunity to record it in uh, Muscle Shoals and play with uh, those wonderful wonderful musicians 
I kind of felt we did the, um, the, the tracks, the trading tracks, and, and we did really well. I think the song came out well. But I told, mm-hmm. we were talking about doing muscle shows. I said, you know what? I think we could do more with that song. And I felt like we should, that, that and also um, uh, one of the other songs, Janice, we mm-hmm. had done both of those remotely and we did well, but I felt like I wanted to treat those with that Southern authentic vibe that we got down there. And yeah. I think, I think that's, we really got to where we needed to go with those songs. And that's kind of how, how that happened. So Daryl, where would you, uh, yeah, uh, I'm almost like, don't ask this. Because, oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, when I was an, an editor, I often had this constant battle with the music industry wanting to pigeonhole music into a particular convenient box title. Right, yeah. Right. Yet the general public, we know in the music industry that they need some support from us to give them some indication as what that might sound like. So I've got my own sense of what your music is, but what do you feel if you had to put it under some sort of labels, Daryl, what would you call it? Or what would you say that the music genres are? What I would say to that, and, and, I, and I get that, and I get why people need to do that, because it helps mm. programmers, it helps radio people and that kind of mm. thing. But I think to me, like, I really look more to our influences, which was like Aretha, it was Ada James. I know those are the same influences that many of them that Charlotta had. And to me, they're soul, R&B, soul music. Yeah, we're a bunch of white guys and girls <laughs> doing it. But I think we bring our own flavor to it. I, I kind of told, I, I kind of joked to Charlotte about having that sweet Southern Finnish soul music. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I think that's kind of where we ended up. We ended up on our own, sort of our own lane with a, yeah. big, nod, with a big nod to our influences and to, and to the people that actually had recorded her Muscle Shoals. Because I think if you go there, why would you go there to do a straight pop record? I think it's, you want to kind of soak in that soul we have the ladies singing background that have they have a southern accent in their backgrounds. Oh, yeah. You hear it. You hear that. You hear the, you know, the fried chicken, the catfish, all the whole vibe down there. <laughs> it's all. It's all. It's all there, and you're going to hear that in the record. And that's what exactly what we wanted. We could do a pop thing, and we actually ha- are going to have another single coming out in a completely different genre <laughs> that we can't talk about too much right now. Okay. But but um. But so yeah. that's like secret squirrel at the moment. It's a secret it? little thing that that's going to yeah, be okay. very, right. it's going to okay. be very exciting. Yeah. But anyway, but I, I think with this record, it's, it's that sweet Southern Finnish soul music. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Oh, I'll tell you what, I, I love it. And Charlotte, I know you're very well loved and liked and appreciated in your home country. This music that you're now doing with Daryl, have you had a chance to, the two of you, play some of that in Finland? And if so, how do you feel it's been accepted? Yeah, we've done uh, some duo shows here in, in Finland already. And uh, and we also have an upcoming record release uh, tour here in Finland. Yeah, the reception has been really, really good. And uh, yeah, we talked with Daryl also several times after our gigs we noticed we played at some uh, bars in my town, local bars. Well, you know, the bar gigs, people come there to talk and drink. It's it's more focus on the beer, mostly. And that's okay. That's totally fine. But um, we noticed that the people have been very quiet and listening oh, <laughs> to <okay>. us. 
And that's a very special thing and a yeah. special experience. And I think that tells a lot. <laughs> well, one of the clubs we did was the Black Sheep in Jakobstad, which is near uh, where Charlotte lives. And it was a big open terrace gig. And it was actually, I wouldn't say sold out, but it was very full. I noticed as we're playing, I'm like, you know what? There's nobody talking. Everybody is listening. And I told her later, I said, that is a very rare thing. That's a very rare gift. And I'm not saying that because of me, but I think it's because of her voice. And she's a really great communicator through song. And that, that's, a, that's a gift that not, not everybody has. So that, that was something that struck me the first time I heard her. She did a, a television show that a friend of mine um, produced called Him Alive on, on Yuli, which is sort of the Finnish BBC. They go into your home and they do an interview. So she's doing the interview in Finnish. So I'm like, okay, you know, and she's like, she's a pretty girl. Okay, cool. And then she started singing and I was like, wow. <laughs> and she sang in English and she sung in great English and super soulful. And that's how we actually, that's how I first knew of, of her. Having that gift of being able to really communicate to an audience is, you know, I've done a lot of gigs. We all have. That's a very rare thing. So. Charlotta, your vocal palette is so colourfully wide. And I saw you just, I, I don't know, it was sort of Nordic vocal on this bridge. And it's like, that was captivating, I have to say. And I thought, okay, Muscle Shoals All-Stars, I must say to Daryl, why don't you do Charlotta and the Curbs and the Strays, the bridge sessions you know, <laughs> or maybe, you know, in the car park sessions or something, because you've got a real gift, Charlotta. I thank the universe for bringing that gift of creativity to you and the marriage. These are my words, or you express, Charlotta, that when you're in this garden, having the tea session, the first one, is that you both feel that connection between the two of you. And it, and it really comes out with the support of other musicians in those tracks that I've heard so far. And in relationship to your voice, uh, Charlotta, I think it's really demonstrated in the sort of a cappello style of Glorious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. So Glorious, there's not much to say about the word, the, the track Glorious, because it, it speaks about the word and everything that can mean. But do you want to add anything for yourself? You tell everybody what Glorious meant for you. Mm, yes. Thank you so much, <laughs> first, for, for your kind words and really touched my heart. Yes, Glorious. Uh, I knew that I wanted to do an a cappella tune with the wonderful background singers there in, in uh, Muscle Shoals. I was also writing these songs for the EP and putting it all together, I thought a lot about like what kind of message do I want to bring out to the world and what do the world need right now and what do mm. I need to say? And um, I think overall the songs is much about light and love and belief. <laughs> Glorious is a song about all that, about mm letting in the light and letting out the light that we all have. <laughs> and um, maybe it was partly also uh, like a support song that I needed for myself <laughs> at that time. The situation in the world is 
what it is. I may be needed to remind myself also that uh, we are glorious in our own light. We we just have yeah. to remember to let it out and not dim that light, <laughs> but shine. Yeah, allow it to shine. Yep. Yes. It's interesting because my tenure so far in the music industry, and I've heard so much different forms of music, and I've heard what I call commercial music. Now, I'm not going to label Glorious as commercial, but I'm going to contradict myself and say it is commercial because it's a song that's right for now. And regardless of a personal perspective on what faith means for an individual, whether you celebrate an individual God or the collective universal, the source, or all of the names that people have, faith is a vital component or hope in every single one of us as sentient beings. So to me, you hit the nail on the head. Well done for that. Moving on to, I think it's Backpack Blues. Daryl, what a wicked baseline, my friend. Oh, thank you. I should tell the story because actually yeah. that wasn't on our original list of songs. Okay. That was actually a last minute add-on. And we had time. We'd finished the first five songs pretty quickly. And I said, you know, I was talking to Charlotte. I said, you know, we should do another song. And I said, maybe like a blues song. And then she mentioned a backpack, which we had played um, at the duo, I believe. Right, Charlotte? Um, yes. and, and I was like, oh, so we literally... We wrote the chart in two minutes, three minutes, <laughs> or however long, and, and we did it. And I think we did two things. In between teacups. That basically, you know, well, this is, yeah, this is actually at Muscle Shoals. We're in the studio. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, we right. still, yeah, I'm like, we still have time and we should, maybe we should do another song. So yeah, Will, Will McFarlane, our band leader, guitar player there, he was like, yep, let's do it. Totally awesome attitude. He sat down with Charlotta and, and wow. she showed him that the, the changes he wrote a quick chart, copied it, boom, and we did it. <laughs> so that's a, I think that was a second take. We probably could have kept the first one, but we, we let it percolate a little bit and did a second take, and that's the song. So, Isn't it incredible how you hear through the years people that they got this Grammy, that award, this award, and that award, and they're interviewed, and they're, they don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore? So then the interviewer says, tell me about that number one hit that has been on the charts for 26 weeks. <laughs> and they go, yeah, that was the first or second take. And it just was spontaneous. I noticed that as well over the years. I used to play with the Chaps, the group that did Tequila. Oh, right. yeah, that was a and that one. was that was the story with that song. That was actually their break song. And yeah. <laughs> when they were playing live gigs and they're like, well, let's, we should just throw that on the record. And of course that ends up being the career making, but I've heard that. I think the, the good lesson or the big lesson in all that is sometimes the universe gives you a gift and you need to stay out of the way and honor yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And I've but, learned that I've learned that over the years, like shut up, appreciate the moment and go absolutely. for it. Absolutely, You know, here's a confessional. Because of my particular personality makeup, I've struggled because I've been a perfectionist. I've wanted everything to yep. be perfect. I've gone into situations 
where that's overridden my creativity and my spark and my vibe. And I've sort of blocked the universal energy in some, and, you know, I reflect back and go, oh, what a plonker I was because I just should have just let it go. And there are times when I've walked out and somebody said, oh, come back. And let's, oh, for goodness sake, let's just do one more, please. And I've gone, oh, well, okay, you know. And I walked in. I'm actually relaxed now because mm-hmm. I've got that perfectionist thing out of my head. And that's been what's been used. Uh, I'm well, talking about voiceover, you know. Right. And we talked about that because one of, one of the songs, um, actually, um, Eagle, was... Oh, no, no. Actually, I, I'm going to remember back up. Glorious. We had actually, she had recorded that as a demo um, for the ladies, the track that you hear her vocal. And they built the background vocals around that. These ladies, Marie and, and uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's Cindy that's and Marie. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I keep forgetting. They built the background vocals around that song. It was them. Like we, we sat there and we watched them do this and create magic based on what Charlotte had already recorded. And the idea in our minds was that Charlotta was going to come back and re-record the lead vocal. And when we came back the next day to do that, the engineer, Wes, who's awesome, uh, Wes was like, you know what? I think you should leave it. I like the vocal. <laughs> he goes, I don't see anything wrong with that vocal. And I, and I, and I looked at Charlotta and I said, you know, that's valid. And so we kept the, the demo. That's actually the demo vocal on Glorious for, for the lead. And that's, you know, again, like, if you sometimes you could perfect the soul right out of the music. <laughs> oh yeah, you need, guilty you know, as yeah. charged, and we yeah. all are. We all are because we're all perfectionists. We're all we did. None yeah. of us got here doing what we're doing by by being sloppy. Yeah. But the thing is, sometimes the actual gold, the gold and the the spice is in the little imperfections. And when you try to take too much out of that, it can become lifeless. The same thing in photography. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's the moment that's the more important thing, not the technical stuff around it. And that's very true about recording. You have to allow a magic to happen. You have to hire really good people and allow them to do what they do, which is exactly what we did at Muscle Shoals. Those guys are all years and decades of experience. Mm -hmm. So the best thing you can do is stay out of the way. (laughs) And give give them guidance. Let them know this is is our ideas, but we want you to do what you hear and I think what we found with those guys, everybody that worked on that session was extremely happy because they were allowed to create. And I didn't want to put handcuffs on anybody. I want them to do what they do best. Right. Yeah. Well done. Your feelings on that, Charlotte? Yeah. Very well said, Daryl. <laughs> yeah. I think that this session was for me such a great lesson in that also to letting that inner perfectionist go and, um, give her a vacation (laughs) and I realized so strongly there that it makes no sense like for me focusing on trying to achieve like sounding good because these these musicians playing make me sound good (laughs) and all I have to do is just relax and let it happen and be in the moment and trust (laughs) and it was such a magical great lesson for me in in that and i'm forever grateful <laughs> oh, well both of you congratulations for both saying that so well that leads me on charlotte to wanting to be interested to know what the inspiration is behind the song janice could you share that with us 
Yeah, it's a it's a song as a tribute to one of my big musical heroes, Janis Joplin. Good, I thought it was, but I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it was actually uh, on Christmas Eve one year ago. Uh, that I sat by myself after all the Christmas celebrations and went through my vinyl records. I found a Janice Pearl record, one of my favorites. And I realized that how important she has been mm. for me and my music. Like I started listening to a 60s, 70s psychedelic rock music and Janice, also when I was 14, 15, discovered that her attitude and her freedom in music and lack of boundaries in the music set the foundation for me, really. So I just felt that I wanted to <laughs> to write a, a tribute to her and a thanksgiving to her. Well, again, I commend you both and everybody else that's on that track, as well as all of the others. Because it's like a really well-honed family that's come together, all excellent within their own individual rights. But the cake that you baked was all of the right ingredients. And it's very, very tasty. And all people, I encourage them to look out for it, get it where you can, take it and turn everything else off except the speakers and the music and just immerse yourself in this album as well as the single, which is on the album. Daryl, how are we going to access all of this? And how are we going to know more about Charlotte Curbs and the Strays and their music? How, share with everybody how that's going to happen. Yeah, all the usual outlets that we know of, um, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, so streaming and also available for purchase. We have CDs that we're um, doing, although CDs have not, they're maybe they're not quite as popular as they used to be, but we like to have something that physical in our hands, for especially for shows, for live shows. Mm. And we might even do an LP, a vinyl, but we, we've talked oh. about that. that. That might happen yeah. as well. Yeah, so we have our website. It's charlottacurbsandthestrays.com. And that's um, social media as well. Just we're Facebook, Instagram, Charlotta Curbs and the Strays. And the label we were fortunate to connect with um, is based in Finland, but they have distribution, well, it's global, but Finland, Scandinavia, you know, that's Ramasound Records with our friend Raban. Raban's a special guy because he is not only a label owner, but he also books shows and has for oh. several years, lots of major artists. He brings artists over from the States that are many mm. that are, are very well-known artists and has done that for years. And he really, um, Charlotta connected with him and he heard our music and he uh, fell in love with what we're doing. And he likes the project. Oh, he knows nice. the Muscle Souls story, which meant a lot to him as well. Um, we might even be able to get some of the Muscle Souls over for some summer shows or work for some of the Muscle Souls musicians. Because uh, oh. we're talking about that. We'll see. But yeah. we also have yeah, some yeah. fabulous, fabulous musicians in Finland that we have worked with that are going to join us for shows coming up on our tour, March and April. And those shows are going to be in Helsinki and kind of around that area. And then we have some shows up also, up, uh, I think, Jakobstad, the Music Conservatory. So we have some music workshops we're going to be doing uh, there. Mm. Also workshops uh, possibly in Sweden coming up. So there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. And, and basically our thing is, 
I mean, not only about us, but we like, I know personally, I love meeting musicians from other places. That was the whole idea behind the strays part of our name is okay. because like, you know, we have our, our duo, our core group, me and Charlotta, but we also want to interact and play with other musicians. So if we go to Sweden, we're going to find the best people that we can there. And Charlotta already has some great, um, wonderful okay. connections. I see. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to, we're going to do that because, you know, we want to, that's part of our mission. It's not only about us. It's about interacting with other musicians. Another part of our story is we're working on going into Abbey Road. Um, so no that, that's, yeah. <laughs> so I can't say too much about that yet because it's not uh-huh. all done. But that's, okay. that's, yeah, that's kind of on our, on our, uh, on our mission sheet for this year. It's another uh, adventure. So, yeah. So that's the deal. I mean, with us, it's not only about us. It's about sharing our music with people that have a similar love for that kind of music and then also interacting with people that are musicians. People are welcome to message us. We get a lot of messages on our social media as people have heard about the project. Yeah, so we're excited. That's basically, that's the- Oh my goodness. The the, the basic, the crust of it. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. Uh, I just like, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) I know, it's a lot. It's like in the Matrix. (laughs) Neo, you know, whoa. Yeah. That's like I said, when people, when people ask me, like, what's going on with you guys? I'm like, there is a lot going on. I, that's actually I'm not even, I'm not even saying all of it, but I, it's stuff I could talk about. Yeah. So, okay. but we're, but we're excited. And I mean, this is sort of slotted in between all of the other individual things that each one of you do. I guess you have a full-time PA secretary and uh, agent <laughs> and, uh, you know, person that runs our, or oh, do you do all of this, the two of you? Do you just do it all yourself? Well, we're, we're, we're a good team. Wow. Yes, yeah. Fantastic, I, man. We, yeah. we complete each other <laughs> very well. Oh, we're, we're, that's really sweet. Very dynamic duo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and our own. Doesn't kind of work, does it? I'll think of something else. But um, so sort of wrap this up and and thank you both oh my gosh sharing this wonderful chapter that you started together and i can assure everybody knowing them individually i must acknowledge that i know daryl at this point more than charlotta but charlotta is very whizzy wig what you see is what you get a beautiful soul and personality and you can see it in her smile that's her Both of them are super authentic because they've been doing this for a long time. We've talked about, and I've, you know, been in the confessional, not the one behind me, but I've been in the confessional myself and said, you know, you get to a point where it's not about perfection per se, because that's the bit, that's the final bit that often trips people over. And I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this with any younger musician don't sweat the small stuff. It's not necessary. Just be yourself like these two guys who are totally authentic and real. And the message or messages, because each individual song, the lyrics are beautiful. They're beautifully sung and beautifully performed by all of the musicians, but the core group of Charlotte and Daryl. And remember that right now, because we live in a world where there are Unfortunately, a lot of challenges, and it's difficult to perhaps look towards the future in a positive light. 
these two individuals, and I'm sure that all of the strays that they connect with will always be like lighthouses, lighthouses, I'm getting emotional now, you know, beacons of light to help us move forward. So my sincere thanks to both of you for this wonderful opportunity to share quality time together. And um, whatever you do, I guess for you, Daryl, it's like, it's bedtime. Yeah. No, I've still got and, lots of practicing to do today. Okay. And Charlotte, it's <laughs> another cup of tea time. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much. I look forward to the continuing story of Charlotte Curbs and the Strays. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for joining us and please consider subscribing to our podcast and follow us on our social media pages for guest announcements. 